Let's talk chivalry with your host, Drew Hines. How you doing? We're back. We're back. Woo! Welcome, welcome, welcome to Let's Talk Chivalry with your boy, Drew Hines. We're here live. Listen, we had an exciting show. I have a friend I want to bring on, Mr. Cornell Ricketts. He's going to share his uh, male perspective on the topic in hand. So just sit back and relax and enjoy this show, okay? Let's bring him on. Mr. Cornell, what's going on, Mr. Ricketts? Chaplain Drew. <laughs> All right, we back in the show, back man. I want to just sir. welcome you on the show, man. Thank you for coming out. Appreciate you. We know you're a busy man, making the money, doing your thing out here. But check this out. We're going to get back to the uh, conversation. We were chit-chatting a little bit earlier, um, and we was talking about um, relationships and, um, you know, a different perspective of how sometimes, you know, men, um, you know, may or may not um, fake um, a love to get sex and vice versa, women faking um, sex to get love. Um, and you were giving your perspective and we kind of went on to we said that it's not that, um, you know, it's not that we, you know, people um, per se always want to, you know, fake the moves or whatnot. But because what happened is when things happen like that, when we have, you know, certain men or, or women that, um, you know, uh, falsified how they feel to get what they want, like a means to an end, then we have people who have the, you know, it becomes a toxic relationship, it leaves a residual. And then now the good man like yourself comes along and now you got to deal with, you know, all this mental baggage. So just continue um, sharing. Um, what was your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's, um, again, I appreciate you having me on. I always watch, but I'm on the move. And when you call me, like, perfect time. And we in it, let's do it. <laughs> That's what's up. Appreciate but, you. but, yeah, there's the mental. People just got to be open. There's a lot of people want to belong, and there's, so eager to be involved into something that they hide things mm -hmm. instead of exposing it up front and like you said qualify the person like i'm like this i'm like that right you're like this you're like that and when you see the red flags either walk away or address it right right exactly rather than let it slide because you like yo she's bad and i want to hit that i want to like like really <laughs> Oh my you know god! I mean? <laughs> and it's sad because then they give all the, they give all the good brothers a bad bad name because now they be like, oh y'all are this, dog. right? Oh y'all are dog. Like what, really? You know? And then you got to deal with you know what everybody else has been going through. You know, saying all this stress and whatever they've been going through, they're taking that out on you because in their mind, like all men are want want. You know? Yeah. What are some flack? I mean, have you got some flack in the past where you know you've been prejudged? You know. For whatever reason, just with me and a guy, you know. Oh yeah, between being a guy and they hear my accent, okay. and I've had people like, "Oh, where you from? I'm from Jamaica," right. and automatically I get this list of, "Oh, yeah. Jamaican men are this, this, this." I'm like, "Whoa, wait a minute." Why don't you go, wait, listen. What does those, it have to do with Cornell? For, listen, for, for, for a lot of our, um, our, I guess, who don't know you, why don't you just go ahead and tell them some of your background, um, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, I was born and raised in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. Half my life, I lived there. Mm -hmm. So um, that's my roots and background. And then from there, I spent almost 13 years in the Air Force. Mm hmm mm-hmm. Okay, so, so let me ask you a I question. served in my time. Uh huh. 
So, I mean, do you, all right, so do you see yourself as, as, as a, a typical Caribbean man or do you think that you're kind of like the new age millennium kind of virgin or um, is there a difference? Um, is there any truth to what, what, what some of these women are saying, you know, when, when, they, when they meet up with you? I always, I always tell my, my kids, kids I'm a Martian. Martian. There's very little, little that's, that's typical, typical about me. <laughs> <laughs> because once, once people, people get, get and that's, that's why, why I don't talk, talk a lot to a lot of people. people. Right. Because and once I, I do, do and people, people get, get to know who I am, mm-hmm. some, some people, people won't leave me alone. And then others are like, man, you're not Jamaican because Jamaican do this, this, and that. Why you don't? Right. Because... It's a, it's a it's a perception, perception. now right. you stereotyping mm-hmm. hmm. and, and not, not every, every single Jamaican, Jamaican man or woman are the same right 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 all right so let, let's back back to this relationship thing now that they know you a little bit better um okay so all right we I, I mentioned uh, before previously about um qualifying um do you believe that it's it's more so that people can't find you know the right person or good person or the right person male or female or is it more or less they just don't know how to qualify i think it might be qualified because like i said there's people both male and female that have been through enough right they've been hurt to a a certain extent to where they put put up up a block block. okay and they they, like like, push push people people away Mm -hmm. so when When you you have have, like somebody somebody that that might be compatible with you right they can't see it because they have this block up and the initial conversation might sound typical to something that happened prior to you so the person that caused the damage you might your conversation might sound similar, mm-hmm. and automatically they're like, "Nope, now nah, you die." So this, yeah, like, you die. It's, like, like, it's whoa, almost, whoa, it's almost like those mental triggers. The, the triggers just go off and like, "Bing!" Right? <laughs> it's like PTSD. Like on. Wow! 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 Okay, so, so rather yeah. than giving it time, um, like courting, right? People don't court no more. Well, you know what? For our audience, Find for those for those youngins that don't know about courting, go ahead and explain the process of courting. <laughs> no. You say young and I'm not that old. I'm 27. <laughs> yeah, in that case, I'm 22. <laughs> yeah, you see, there we go. <laughs> Times two. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. So explain the courting. The courting. How does that work out? Yeah, it's basically you meet somebody and you you guys connect. You talk. You go out. Mm-hmm. And you bond and learn each other. Well, so hold you on. learn so, the quirks. So, so, so hold learn. on, hold on, wait, 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 stop. Rewind back. What is the difference? Do, show me the. Um, we're gonna do the contrast between dating and courting. First, tell us what the purpose is for dating and the purpose is for courting, and then we're going to we're going a little bit further. Well, well nowadays, nowadays where they people like dating, dating it's like, like they, they jump, jump straight into from zero to one hundred. This is my boyfriend. This is my girlfriend. And now you start doing the intimate things and the living before you find out that this person snore when they sleep mm-hmm. or they spit when they talk mm-hmm. or, you know, the, the little things that, that might aggravate you. Yeah. It was funny. So was when you 
court as they uh-huh. have it, uh-huh. you find the time, you take the time to learn these things. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I'm going to tell you a joke before you go further. I met this dude, right? I was talking to this guy, and I was asking him, like, yeah, man. He's like, yes, yeah, my baby mama, da 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 I'm like, yeah, man, what, what's her last name? Um, well, um, uh, uh, uh. I'm like, oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I'm like, young buck, y'all got kids together, you don't even know her last name? And it's funny, you know if you ask a female, she know his social security number, she know his, she know she his whole family. Everything. But this brother don't even know her last name. He couldn't even spell her first name, but he got kids with her. Anyways, man, go ahead and finish the quarter. So, all right, all right. So, you said you were finishing the conscience between um, dating and, and courting. Yeah, so the date, you just, is, that's what it is. You just jump straight into it, and that's my girlfriend or boyfriend. No, but tell them, tell them what it's like supposed to be, Cornell. Tell, tell, what is it supposed to be? Tell them the right way how dating's supposed to be, and what, what is the real purpose of dating court, and courting? From Cornell's perspective, I don't know if it's a right or wrong way, but man, from my ahead, perspective. Do the thing. You, you take time to know this person. So you learn the person. Right. Find out what their last name is. Right. It, it might, yeah, their might parents, <laughs> siblings. Right. You know, meet the family. And the family will more than less tell you yeah, tell this on person you. is like this or they, yeah. Facts. Mm-hmm. He so a dog. Don't date him. Run, girl. Right? <laughs> Exactly. He need Jesus. <laughs> yeah, they'll tell you. They'll that's tell you all your business. Like, Yo, be aware of this. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh. So, all right. So let's so, clarify. Let's clarify. So the dating is basically to get to know this person to see if you know you guys um, are evenly yoked. You know, on the same page. You know, so you can see eye to eye. Um, kind of qualify them. Um, the courting is more or less. Right. You got through the dating phase. All right, you know what you kind of mm-hmm. you gotta have a feeling what you're dealing with. You know, you guys have a mental, spiritual, emotional, physical connection. We have a foundation. Okay, now we made a conscious decision. Like, you know what? Let's move forward. All right. Right. We actually know the last name now. <laughs> right. And I don't. I don't think there's a time frame for dating or courting. Right. Okay. Where it's like, oh, it's three months, or right. it might take a year, two years. Uh, somebody in the back said, "What about the ninety-day rule?" What ninety-day rule? <laughs> <laughs> there we go with society again. Wait, hold up. You do know what the ninety-day rule is, right? No, break that we talk, down. We talking about intimacy. They say you wait ninety days before you guys get. In. See, that's that's see what's going on, women. The brothers can't follow the ninety-day rule because they don't even know the ninety-day rule. Now, here's my thing. As far as it shouldn't be a 90-day rule, okay. because if you're if you're courting or uh-huh. you build chemistry, okay, and just that people that like, would you kiss on the first date mm-hmm. or whatever, it's chemistry, right? So both of you going out and you feeling out each other and. You could tell if this person, like, nah, she ain't, he ain't the one or she ain't the one. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you let the process happen. Right. Don't put a time limit to it. Right. I hear you. Just learn the person. Be uh-huh. open. Especially if you've been in a relationship for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. 
you can't take the fact that you got used to this person, what they do, their quirks, and expect that from somebody else. That's okay, not now, fair. Now, now, that now, I got a, now, I got a, now I got a question. Okay, so we, 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 we clarified uh, the, the courting phase and, and the... Um, and I mean the dating phase and the courting phase. So, so how long should the courting phase? Because my understanding is the courting is is really because you know we're planning getting married, having kids, you know, being monogamous, the whole nine. We got through the dating phase. So, um, for those women out there who are like, okay, listen, I've been with this guy for 15 years, and you know, we ain't buy no house, we ain't, you know, we ain't have no kids, we ain't, you know, he hasn't given me a ring yet. You know, I'm just sitting here waiting on this guy. Um, you know, when, how long should this courting phase be to where, you know, it's, it's verbalized and we, you know, we, 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 um, you know, we, we, we've, um, made it official, you know, put it on paper. How, how long should this courting phase take? You know, cause you know, women got the biological. Okay. So now you mentioned 15 years. You know, I'm just saying they don't want to be if waiting you, forever. If you with somebody, if you with somebody, especially for a female, right. If you're with a guy and it's been five, six years and he and you guys live together mm -hmm. and he haven't gotten to the point where you like propose, mm -hmm. chances are it ain't going to happen. Mm. That's just Cornell's opinion because if you love somebody enough and you court, it don't take six years for you to figure out, yes, I want to live my life with this person. Right, right, right. Yeah, you're right. You don't, if it's been four or five years, you might want to check out. You say you might want to check out. Yeah, y'all heard that, ladies? Um, yeah. You might, you might. The car, get out and just say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you got to check out, man. I mean, that's, that's, that's yeah. some time. And you think about it. When we, look, when we look at relationship, we, we take relationships as an investment, you know, um, you got good investments, it good is. investments and bad investments, and it's like you got to kind of figure out somewhere along the line, like you know, you know, what are we doing here? Oh, right, man. especially if you're doing things together, you're uh -huh. living together. <laughs> accounts become to the point where it's joint, or you, it's like a marital type relationship. Right, right, right. He might be scared of commitment, and right. at that point, you want to like, okay, make do it or leave. But he's gonna get to a point where it might be somebody else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, we got, we got, we got. Look at Deanna. She, 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 she ain't here. Um, the courting phase. Um. Mm. Okay. Okay. She says uh, the courting phase uh, varies. Um, but you be sure to date before you decide court. And, and I agree. I agree. I agree. I can't I agree. hear you. You can, you can hear me? Corner, are you still there? Uh-oh. We lost him. We lost him. Uh, hopefully he calls back. Hopefully he calls back. But yeah, um, just definitely say, say, let me know what's going on here. Um, I, I got I got um, uh, um, Deanna, she's, she's saying that basically the courting phase varies and, and I, I agree um, there is no set time frame um, you know to do the courting um, for each his own um, but you know somewhere in your mind it should be like okay 
we, we got to have, you know, we, it, and that's where we have to communicate because you have one person, you know, sitting here waiting for this, you know, this day to come. Um, and then you have, you have others, you know, who are sitting there like, Hey, I'm fine with it. You know, the guy's like, I'm fine with just hanging out. You know, you know how they always say the expression of where, um, you know, why buy the cow when you, you got the free milk, you know? So we have to kind of have some conversation where we're on the same page. And I want to thank Cornell for, um, for coming on and sharing his, um, his vibes with us. Um, let's see what, Ellie. okay. We have one person here. Ellie says, um, six months to a year. Okay. The thing is we, we just need to, to verbalize this. Um, there is no set time frame, but the thing is it's between you two. Um, if, if you're good with the time frame, you know, and both you guys are on the same page, then so be it. So be it. I'm trying to figure out what 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 uh what, what Brian's over here laughing. Brian's over here laughing. What, what you laughing at? I really want to get Cornell back up, but if we don't get him back on, man, it was definitely nice vibe with you guys. Uh, you know, love to have you guys on, and we'll be doing a lot of these moving forward. Uh, this is one of the test runs right now, just checking out the equipment. And uh, listen, it was really nice having you guys tuning in to Let's Talk Shivery. Once again, this is the show where we see how men and women. You know, how they vibe together and seeing that, listen, if we have good communication, you know, communication is really 80 percent of, of relationship. We have good relationship, um, uh, communication between men and women, then we really can, you know, uh, work together to where we can procreate and have a positive relationship. And that's what it's all about, you know. So listen, 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 go ahead and send me some more messages. Let me know what's going on, um, you know, and I think we, we just really need to just keep having conversation. You know, um, I think a lot of times we, we have times where, you know, people are in relationships for long periods of time and they don't know what the other person's feeling. Listen, guys, for the men out there, let me just let me just wrap with you for real quick. All right. Let me just keep it real with you. We have to understand that women need what we call emotional security. OK, it's not enough just to say, OK, yeah, this is my woman and we together. OK, a woman needs you to express yourself. She needs you to um, tell, you know, understand how she feels. You need to listen to her. Um, you know, there's women out there, you know, who feel they're in a relationship, but they're alone. They feel alone. They feel alone. How could you be lonely in a relationship? Well, that comes from, you know, not having communication, not knowing uh, the person's love language. You know, I think we should definitely, definitely um, have a better communication um, with those that we're in a relationship with. How could you not know? what makes um, what, what your love language is of, of your significant other, you know, and, and far too many times that's what happens. Um, but we do need to um, uh, specify, okay, what are we doing here? Okay. You know, I met you, you, you seem like a nice person. I want to get to know you. Okay. Let's get to know each other, get to know each other on a level to where we're dating. And, you know, if for any reason uh, we're not on the same page, we can disengage and not have any bad vibes. That's the dating phase. But if we, we get all hot and heavy, um, honestly, what's going to happen? You know, with intimacy, what I've learned over the years um, comes expectation. And when you have expectation, that means that, OK, if you don't meet my expectation, then that's when I'm going to have disappointment. And when you have disappointment, that's when we start having strife, because for whatever reason, you know, we're on the expectation because we were intimate that I, sh you know, you are my man. And, and that's another thing I, I, I got to bring up um, men. I'm telling you, I've learned this the hard way. All right. Trust me when I say this. Once you become intimate with a woman, there are expectations in their mind. You know, uh, like, you know, like they say, by the fruits of your lady shall know them. When a woman has a man become intimate with her, 
um, in her mind, we ain't dating no more. You my man, because I'm not giving this out to any and everybody. So you just, you know, just, you know, you just cashed in. And right now you're stuck like Chuck. This is what it is. You know, it's an implied um, uh, uh, notion, you know, uh, unspoken truth that we're together if we're intimate. Um, so, guys, just understand that you have just crossed past the dating phase into the courting phase. So now they're going to have expectation. You need to give them emotional security to be on the same page. You know, so, hey, how you doing? Hey, Miss Gordon in the house. Hi, Miss Gordon. How you doing? Hey, Miss Gordon. Hey. We got Tracy in the house. Hey, Tracy, how you doing? Hey. <laughs> Miss Brian's the truth. I'm going to tell it. I'm going to tell it. But, yeah, so, listen, um, just keep giving me your comments. Um, stay tuned. We definitely have Let's Talk and Meet going on. I'm going to keep it going out here. We're going to bring people on. Listen, if you would like to be a guest on the show, let me know. I'm going to bring you on. I, listen, you know what? In fact, listen, are there any females right now, right now, listening right now, that would like to chime in real quick? Would any of you ladies like to be on the show? Let me know. Send me a message. You know how to reach me. Let me know. I'm going to bring you on the show. All right? Oh, my gosh. Listen, once again, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. It was fun. I want to thank my guest, um, Cornell Rickards, for coming in, you know, representing the Air Force, Big Sarge. Anyways, listen, once again, I love you guys. And on the way out, I just want to pray for you guys, let you guys know that, listen, you are not alone. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank all our viewers for coming in and signing in, signing on. Father, you know the desires of their hearts. We pray right now, Lord, that you would be with them, bless them, and keep them, O oh, Father. We pray that the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight. O oh, Lord, our strength and redeemer. And we pray when you come again that you may receive us unto your sight. The way you are, there we may be also, I pray. Hey, listen, I love you guys. It's your boy, Chaplain Drew, representing on Let's Talk Shivery. And we'll catch you next time. Take care. Be blessed.